0: And finally, we have the winner of the Future Music Forum 2017 in Barcelona. Uh, we have Tom Neild here from Landmark and Zach Smith from Landmark because Tom couldn't make it. Uh, so this will be our final, uh, our final session before we get you over to the break. Um, but really excited to see what, what you guys were able to win, uh, win with with this product.
1: Zach. For 10,000 years, civilization has been governed by currency. By definition, currency represents value, value of which has taken many different forms, meandering through time, recognized as the humble cattle, the Chinese cowrie shell, the coin, to the paper bill, and now the digital coin. Of the 180 different currencies recognized by the UN, the one I'd like to speak about today doesn't make that official list, but if implemented successfully, can prove to be just as valuable and just as special. This is kinetic currency, the value exchange of physical movement in return for reward or incentive. In 2016, kinetic currency put on its largest show to date. Within hours of launching, cities and neighborhoods all over the world were overwhelmed and desperately underprepared for the surge of tens of hundreds of wildly astonishing-looking creatures, small, large, winged, amphibious. But amidst the mass hysteria, the people fought back. People took to the streets in their tens, hundreds, thousands, searching for these things, these aliens, attempting to capture them. Sounds weird, right? But this actually happened. Now, this game, this physical experience, flipped digital marketing on its head. Instead of having a platform that was completely accessible, the more people that used it, the harder it was to find the content. And the at the company behind Pokemon Go did something extraordinary. They put a barrier on digital consumption. They created digital scarcity. If you wanted to play, you had to move. You had to give your kinetic currency. And the people deemed this a worthy exchange was left Niantic with $1.2 billion in revenue. Now, during this period, after understanding the value of experience and the necessity of treasured incentives, we built Landmark, a location-based experiences platform served on the mobile web. We allowed digital marketers to place digital content anywhere in the physical world in real time, from the Golden Gate Bridge Big Ben. We facilitate kinetic currency and bring the Pokemon Go concept to the music marketing industry. And this is how it works. Three stages. Step number one, we have the engagement, the initial contact point. A URL is distributed usually on social media, which once a user taps it, takes them straight into the experience. This is the advantage of existing on mobile web. We don't force users to download an application, only slows down the experience and creates a barrier to entry. Number two, the journey. Once a user is in the experience, they can see the location and the location of the content pieces, the content locations we call hotspots. And lastly, the reward, the reason to leave the house, the reason to move. After traveling to a location, the user unlocks that particular content piece, and they can enjoy it however they wish. And this digital content could be anything that your heart desires, but this is where the true artist-to-fan connection takes place, so you have to get it right. Since launching in December 2016, we've had an array of clients who have recognized our platform as a blank canvas for creativity. And what's more is that no two campaigns look the same. Landmark is a completely white-labeled platform, allowing the face of the brand, band, or artist to be the only face of the campaign. And Here are a few examples. Firstly, CNCO. This is uh, Simon Cow's equivalent, Spanish-speaking equivalent, of One Direction. They wanted to use the platform uh, for the launch of their debut album, Plumela Sita, to make it as special as they could for their fans. So what they did, they allowed their fans the opportunity to unlock songs exclusively off the album, at their chosen hotspots before the official launch date. They also held competitions between each charity to see who adored the band more. And these were the results. Chicago band Rise Against wanted to use the platform to target their superfans during a tour stop over in London. Each hotspot presented itself with a question, a riddle, and if the fans answered them all correctly, they were guided towards a secret show that Rise Against were playing in Hyde Park. And lastly, for the Colombian superstar Shakira, we powered 920 hotspots in 99 different countries around the world for the launch of her album, El Dorado. Over a two-week period, the content changed from handwritten lyrics to behind-the-scenes content to song previews. One fan even drove an entire hour to reach a hotspot. On the very last day of the campaign, fans were steered towards the Golden Hotspot, which, once they arrived, saw Shakira herself perform an intimate show in Washington Square Park, New York. Thank you very much for your time.
0: That was pretty good. If this whole landmark thing doesn't work out, you could probably just sell your service, making other people's demos and presentations. What I think is really cool about this is that when you get people out of the house and you create these physical experiences, they end up posting about them on social media. They bring their fr- friends along and they actually invite strangers into it because people are like, what are you doing here? Like, what? why do you look so intent on being in this exact location? You saw that with Pokemon Go. Like, when a dozen people are all pointing their phone in the air, someone's going to ask, what are you doing? And they're going to tell you to download the app. Mm-hmm. Um, so any questions from the audience about Landmark? At what scale of, the, uh, of artists is this most valuable?
1: Good question. Um, so th- th- this platform isn't, it isn't for breaking artists. The, the necessity before we start is you have to have already engaged, engaged fan base. Um, and we, we've seen that a lot. I mean, Shakira fans love Shakira. Rise Against fans love Rise Against, but you need to have that initial audience in order to make it the best experience for them and for you because you have, they have to want to leave the house. And if they don't know about you or you've only got a few, it's gonna be a bit more difficult to do so.
0: Very cool. We'll take one last question before we close it up. So just uh, great stuff. Just curious how difficult it is to actually create a campaign. So like if you, give, if you could give let's say average cost that a, um, one of the artists had to pay or how long it took or some, some metrics just to gauge how difficult it is to create a campaign in your platform. Sure thing. Um, so th-
1: at the moment our lead times are looking about a month um, basic campaigns start at about $10,000, and that's just the standard feature set. Obviously, uh, the more features you want, the more expensive it will be, so we can pull in APIs, the weather, time of day, it could be Ubers on surge pricing, anything you can think of to change the content. Um, what we're developing now, so we're in our second round of seed investment. We're coming up to uh, the end of this year. We wanted to uh, create. We're creating now a SaaS product, essentially. So at the moment, we're doing all the underside of stuff, but we want to give you the opportunity to change your own designs, change your own content pieces. But uh, I've answered the
0: question. Awesome. All right, let's give it up for Landmark. Thank you. So just as a quick recap, we saw a lot of incredible products today. You know, I thought Indie Ninja, that sort of task rabbit for music business freelancers was really useful for artists, especially if you're trying to construct a team quickly. Uh, We had Playground, a cool way to, you know, compile a bunch of instruments into something really easy that anybody can play. Um, Recombinant is trying to make it so multi-stem audio has a new place to be experienced. So there's both a visual and an audio element to to music listening. Um, THX is doing not just music, movie theaters, but they're also uh, getting into homes with their home certification, and they're getting their chips into all sorts of new mobile devices. So look out for that certification uh, or those chips if you want to have the best sound. Uh, Lyric Financial is helping artists get early uh, early advances uh, on their publishing and their songwriting credit and the, the money they're going to be earning. And here we had this incredible product, which is going to get people off the couch – and you know, back with their headphones on but out of the house searching for that new content and you know, finding a real way to take the biggest fans and give them something special to experience. So thank you to all the people who have presented, thank you for all of you for watching, and thank you to SF Music Tech. I'm Josh Constein from TechCrunch. Cheers.